Do you want to raise your board scores? Med School Coach has tutors who have scored 260 or higher on the USMLE, and on average, they've raised student scores by an impressive 23 to 55 points on the USMLE. Whether it's for the USMLE or the Comlex, Med School Coach is here to offer our listeners 10% off of their services. If you go to medschoolcoach.com slash MFG, you will receive 10% off of your custom-made package for the boards. Hello, everyone. This is Sean. Welcome to the MediFlash Go question of the day. Today, I have a multiple choice question for you. Which adrenergic receptor is upregulated in response to excess thyroid hormone? Is it A, alpha 1, B, beta 1, C, V1, or D, alpha 2? The answer is B, beta 1. Let's go through each of these receptors and figure out how we got to the final answer here. First one is alpha 1. Remember, alpha 1 is an agonist. It has agonist action on arterioles and venules to create vasoconstriction. Uh, Also, there's receptors in your eye and bladder. For V1, that's the vasopressin receptor. There's uh, a few of these receptors. V1 primarily acts on the vasculature and causes vasoconstriction. V2 is in the collecting duct of the nephron. Alpha 2 has agonist action that decreases peripheral sympathetic nervous system. So it's kind of opposite there. That's where clonidine works as an agonist. And last here is that beta-1 receptor, which is upregulated in the presence of thyroid hormone. This has ionotropic and chronotropic effects on the heart. So remember, it increases the contractility as well as the heart rate. There's increased renin release in the kidney as well as an increased rate of lipolysis in adipose tissue. And really, if you think about the symptoms in hyperthyroidism, and even hypothyroidism in the opposite. But with hyperthyroidism, there's going to be upregulation of these beta-1 receptors, and that really makes sense. There's intolerance to heat, there's the increased heart rate, and there's the weight loss. That really fits in. Another quick point I did want to make was on beta blockers. There's a general rule separating the names of beta blockers between those starting with an A in their name to an N in their name. Quick question for you all. Uh, what is special about the drugs in the class between A and N? And those drugs between A and N are going to be cardioselective with activity primarily in beta 1 in the heart. The drugs at the end of the alphabet, O to Z, are going to be non-selective, working on beta 1 and beta 2. Last, there's a third trick to this kind of general rule here. All of the aforementioned drugs end in OLOL or O-L-O-L. Other beta blockers like labetalol or carvedilol do not end in that OLOL, O-L-O-L, and are actually going to be alpha and beta blockers. Okay, so those are kind of exceptions to the other beta blockers. All right, that was like a general overview of the pathophys behind Hypo, hyperthyroidism. Uh, just remember here, beta 1 is going to be upregulated 
Also remember those general rules for beta blockers as well with the A to N class, the O to Z, and the other uh, anomalies like labetalol and carvedilol. Alrighty, thank you so much for joining in today and please stop by tomorrow for my FlashGo's question of the day. Are powered by MedFlashGo, the first voice-based interactive medical question bank currently available on Alexa. To get access to your first 50 free questions, go on to your Alexa application and search MedFlashGo in the skills section. To learn more details, go to medflashgo.com and check out our frequently asked questions section. These questions were creatively designed by medical students and physicians for the purpose of education and does not replace health information given from your health professionals. We have tried our best to make sure the information is accurate, so please let us know if you find any errors and we will be sure to correct them.